The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 510 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Faith the Public Friday, everyone. What is going on? Uh, We got another big snowstorm here in Boston, but we got a big weekend ahead. Uh, And of course, we are now, what, nine days away from the Super Bowl. So a lot going on in the arena, guys. But you know what we got to start off with? We got to start off with Arizona, baby. What a huge hit. Two nights in a row with our ultimate fade the trendy dog. Back to contrarian uh, favorite fishy line. The line's too high. The wrong team is favored. But back-to-back with Zona and Illinois, a great teachable moment, guys. So, of course, uh, as uh, resetting the stage, I know we have new people listening to the pod all the time, but this is the sort of play that I make 10 times out of 10. Is it going to win, you know, every single night, like Illinois and then Arizona? No, nothing wins every time. But this is the sort of market-based, data analytics-driven market movement play that I will make every time I see it. So, uh, resetting the stage here, guys. Remember... We like to bet on dogs. Why? Because more often than not, the public is going to lean on favorites. Therefore, betting on dogs, you can kind of take advantage of some public bias, some shaded lines, some inflated numbers. There's just kind of a classic contrarian angle of, hey, public likes favorites and overs. As a contrarian, we lean on some unders and we lean on some dogs. But here's the key. Sometimes dogs become too trendy. And by trendy, that means that they become too popular. So a dog, we love it when they're a hazmat, when they're gross and disgusting. When they're popular, when everyone's on them. You got to remember, the public is biased against betting dogs. If they're going to put their hard-earned money down in a game, they're going to want to bet on a favorite because they can, you know, feel more secure that hey, at least I'm betting on quote unquote the better team who's expected to win or expected to cover. You can kind of rationalize like if you lose it, you're like, hey, I took the better team, they just let me down. If you bet the dog and they get rolled, you're like, why did I bet the dog? I should have just bet the favorite who's expected to win, expected to cover. So there's that kind of public, you know, bias uh, against these uh, dogs in general. But every now and again, especially the key here, guys, is heavily bet games. Like, you know, percentages are, are real. They're important. We take a, a great, you know, a deal of information from them. Uh, but like UCLA, Arizona, if that was a situation where, um, you know, it was a Maction game or it was a, uh, you know, an Ivy League game and you had like 80% of bets on the road team and the line say the same, that wouldn't mean much because it's low bet. There's not a lot of public action. It's these super heavily bet primetime games, ranked teams, everybody coming home from work. What do you want to do? You want to bet on UCLA, Arizona because it's ranked teams. It's a primetime game. You get home from work, you want to bet on Wisconsin, Illinois, ranked teams, big game. It's those big games where we want to go contrarian because there's an influx of public betting 
And of course, typically that's going to mean we're on the dog. But the last couple nights, guys, a great teachable moment because, again, everybody and their mother on UCLA. UCLA had just beaten Arizona, pretty much blown them out. Uh, UCLA was the higher-ranked team. Arizona, uh, what were they, coming off a loss. Um, but yet that line, despite 80% of bets, everybody and their mother on UCLA, the line opened six and a half, seven. We bottom, uh, well, we got a great number in general. We got a, a minus six there. Uh, and then after we did the pot, it shot up to six and a half, shot up to seven. So um, don't get too concerned with like six, seven and a half, seven, you know, six and a half, seven. The whole point was the line never fell toward UCLA, despite the fact that UCLA was an extremely popular bet. When you're a dog and you're getting 80% of bets, typically oddsmakers are going to adjust the move, uh, the line toward the dog because they're, they have so much liability, they have so much money on the line that they need to kind of balance their books and tie some betting on the on the favorite there. But when they don't do that, when the line stays where it's at or moves further toward that favorite, despite the favorite being unpopular, that's a blueprint fade the trendy dog play for us. It came through last night, guys, with Arizona. Arizona ends up winning by 10. It was a big play if anyone tuned into uh, Betting Across America yesterday. Gamble and Lou, our guy, he was on it with us too. I love seeing he put on a Gilligan's Island, Arizona hat. So just wanted to remember and, and kind of really shout this out. Two nights in a row with Illinois and then with Arizona. Always remember, we we it's not that we only like favorites when they're contrarian, but when a favorite is being undervalued, that's, to me, the best time uh, to pounce on them. So two straight nights with Arizona coming through. You'll love to see it. Uh, overall night, uh, last night, guys, 10-8, and eight, minus 0.41 units. So, again, banging, knocking at the door, banging, knocking at the door, trying to break through. We broke through last night. Uh, but 10-8 and eight overall, what were we in college basketball? We're, I'm looking at... Uh, yada, 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 nine and eight. We couldn't get South Alabama, lost Hofstra, Northeastern, NC Wilmington, Louisiana Tech, and Stanford and Sacramento State, but we got, and also Cal, but we got Arizona, Riverside, Pacific, uh, what else did we get? Uh, Wyoming was a big one, late move there toward Wyoming, Denver in overtime, Old Dominion, uh, Stephen F. Austin, Central Michigan, Western Kentucky, so nine and eight overall. Again, we're may, we're paying some uh, some minus numbers with these money lines, so didn't turn a profit there. But I did want to shout out Lakers. Lakers over. Uh, we got the over two twenty. It landed two twenty one. So one and zero in the NBA. But the beauty of that one, guys, shout out to Reggie Jackson. If anyone watched this game, uh, it was like going to sail over at halftime, and then they started to get ice cold. They turned it on late, and there was a late game winning layup by Reggie Jackson. That pushed the total from 219 to 221, so we got the over there. So in general, guys, 10 and 8. Again, minus 0.41 units, but uh, I think we're right on track here, banging at the door. Hopefully break through with a big Friday. But seriously, guys, the takeaway there, Arizona, baby. You love it. You love it. You love it. You love it. When everyone tells you crazy, how can you lay the points with Zona? that you They just lost to UCLA. UCLA is the better team, higher ranked. No, 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 no. Don't let your bias get injected here. Betting against the public, backing these contrarian favorites, fading the trendy dog. If there's one thing you take away from the pod, fade the trendy dog. Take the gross, disgusting hazmat dog, fade the trendy popular dog that everyone in the bar is saying, yeah, the wrong team is favored. UCLA should be favored. Nope, Arizona, bigly for the team. So, turn the page, guys, to a big fade the public Friday. A lot to get to. I got eight plays in college basketball. I got two in the NBA, and we do have the return of biting it's time biting in the arena i got four bets in the ufc i got one that i'm gonna tell gamble and luan and i got a couple totals uh i've been kind of uh, kind of digging deeper into totals looking at juice movement on totals looking at average fight times looking at weight thinking about you know um kind of lighter fighters like 150 or less tending to go over so four fighters including 
or sorry, four bouts, including the big one, Strickland and Hermanson. So we'll hit on that. Uh, before we get our, into our housekeeping, guys, I just wanted to uh, kind of shout out our buddy Ben Fox, uh, who is our uh, VP of digital content at uh, at Vison. He's a great guy, great follow at bfox22. But Ben tweeted this out, and I've been kind of referencing this, but I wanted to give you the numbers just to kind of really explain and uh, illuminate and illustrate how crazy popular and huge uh, online sports betting is in the great state of New York. Again, we knew this was going to be a game changer, but uh, it's kind of unbelievable. We got some ridiculous numbers. Ben tweeted this out today. But um, in 23 days of legal online betting in the state of New York, New York has set already set in only 23 days the all-time U.S. state handle mark with $1.6 billion wagered in January. Uh, this isn't like, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Oh, man, Austin Powers, uh, Dr. Evil, you know, putting his finky in the corner. Of the $1 million, $1.6 billion, and it only took 23 days. The previous record was Jersey with $1.3 billion October 2021, but that took a full month. So New York, in only 23 days, already sets the record, which was held by Jersey in 30 days. So again, New York, $1.6 billion. It just goes to show you guys, hashtag let us bet. Take it out of the shadows. Uh, you know, make sure that it's regulated. Use the tax dollars, hopefully, to uh, you know benefit schools or, or whatever you want to do to help society. But you love seeing this. Uh, again, it's absolutely blowing up in the great state of New York. And hopefully that applies pressure to my state, Massachusetts, because uh, I'm still waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for mass to legalize sports betting. But just wanted to shout that out. Unbelievable. New, New York, all-time record, only 23 days, $1.6 billion. Uh, the most in a month in the history of sports betting. So uh, nice job to the Empire State. Keep it up. Uh, now, guys, of course, before we dive into all our games for today, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, and then every single day you'll wake up to my sharp reports, market insights columns. You also get uh, JVT's daily NBA column, Andy McNeil's daily NHL column. Hopefully Andy's okay with no hockey. I know I'm missing it already as well. Uh, but you get Dave Tooley's ATS report. You get promos for legal sports books. If you live in New York or Connecticut or any of these newly legalized states, take advantage. We're going to give you promos in the Visa newsletter. You want to shop for the best line. They want your business. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, of course, you're also going to get a rundown of all the shows that day. You're going to get helpful links to guide you in the right direction in terms of stats, splits, power ratings. Uh, we have a how-to betting education section. Uh, and you're also going to get um, – what else are you going to get? Uh, let's see. You're going to get everything I mentioned. Plus I think I'm leaving something out. Anyway, sign up for the newsletter, feaston.com slash newsletter. Oh, all the city casts. Uh, that's what I wanted to mention the podcast, the city cast. I know my buddy, Will Hill doing a great job in New York. Uh, so check those out, but again, best way to stay plugged into VEASAN and everything that's going on in the betting market, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Then of course you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. Uh, you feel like you're, you're getting some momentum. You want to learn more. You need accurate, reliable data. Well, we're going to get you covered here with the VEASAN All Access Membership. If you become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, you'll then get every Points of the Weekly magazine geared toward that specific week in betting. You're also going to get our uh, Super Bowl betting guide, which is just continuing to get a ton of great data and information and historical trends, best bet picks, everything you need. Uh, you'll also get the afternoon best bet emails that are you know, best bet picks from guests and hosts. You're also going to get uh, everything behind the paywall, uh, stat splits, uh, low bets, higher dollars from DraftKings and BetMGM. Uh, and you're also going to get all of our, uh, as I mentioned, betting guides, live stream of all the programs, 
Uh, really, it's really a great resource here uh, if you want to continue to uh, progress in your journey. And we're going to give you the data, the information, the advice. We're never going to tell you this is a locker guarantee because we all know betting's hard. Uh, there's no such thing as a locker guarantee. But we're going to give you all the information you need in order for you to feel like you're making the smartest bet possible. And that's really, uh, I think, at Beeson what we pride ourselves on, giving you the info, letting you decide what you think is the best. Uh, but there you go, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can do a 10-day free trial. You can go monthly. You can go yearly. You can get the promo here. Now until they cut down the Nets March Madness, only $29. Uh, but that's vcin.com slash subscribe. Then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter, especially with the NBA, with breaking news, breaking injuries, uh, load management, guys being in or guys being out, being able to uh, set up a tweet deck and search different players, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community through direct messaging. Twitter is a big resource. Hashtag gambling Twitter. So get on Twitter, uh, staying up to date with scratches, uh, you know, trades, following local beat, uh, following uh, blue checkmark sportsbooks. All included there. So once you're on Twitter, make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new book. You need an app to track your bets. I'm always here for it. Or, or if you just want to say hello, I like that too. And if you just want to, uh, you know, shoot me an email that says Arizona Bigly, I'll like that too. Uh, but you can always email me, josh at vcin.com. So that being said, guys, quick update, Super Bowl. Really not much movement here. Uh, I, If you hadn't uh, heard, you know, I got down on the uh, Bengals plus four and a half. Remember, it opened minus three and a half Rams. It's, it got up to four and a half. But the four and a halfs are all juiced up back towards Cincinnati. Uh, I did see two books since yesterday fall to four. So I think we predicted this thing pretty well here, guys. If you like the Bengals, four and a half is your best number. I would jump on that if you like them. They're in a teaser spot too, four and a half to ten and a half. Uh, remember, my what kind of sent me over the edge with the Bengals. I kind of liked them anyway, uh, but it was and I was surprised it got to four and a half. But I think four and a half is the high water mark. It's trending back down to four again. You like Cincy? Grab the four and a half right now. And really, what I mentioned was uh, the Brent Musburger's column. He likes Cincinnati in this one. He said anything above three feels like it's a three point game. Uh, provides value here for Cincy. You know, three and a half with the hook, four, four and a half. But guys, I got down on the four and a half. Not much changing, but yet, again, it's not like the juice is moving and it's going to five. It's still trending back down to four, and some books have gotten down to four. So don't feel like, hey, the Super Bowl is you know more than a week away. I don't have to bet it now. If you like the Bengals, this is probably your opportune time to grab them. And again, continued movement to the under. 49 and a half down to 48 and a half. We've kinda, we're kind of sitting right here at 48 and a half. Nothing's really changed here. Uh, reminder, we have had unders eight and four in the postseason this year. Super Bowl unders three and zero the last three years. When the total falls at least a point in the playoffs the last decade, the unders fifty seven percent. So if you're looking for a teaser play, again, you know Rams for, uh, or sorry uh, Bengals four and a half up to ten and a half. Go through seven, go through ten, and then Cincinnati uh, Rams to the. If you wanted to follow kind of the sharp money to the under, you could pad that thing up forty eight and a half up to fifty four and a half. So uh, something worth considering. Maybe you like the under anyway, and you like under 48.5. Maybe you just like the Bengals like me at plus 4.5. But just uh, quick updates there and some options and some things to think about. Uh, but, uh, but, guys, let's uh, dive into college basketball. So no NHL continuing to be on the all-star break here in the NHL. And I do have some uh, hot, I do have some uh, NBA I wanted to get to, uh, second half of the pod. 
But let's start off with college basketball because uh, I'm pretty invigorated by the last couple nights. I know, um, you know we had a really good night Wednesday. Last night, again, pretty much a wash looking at, what was it, uh, 10 and 8 minus 0.41 units. But I feel like we're kind of hitting our big games here. So that's kind of a good sign uh, taking advantage of these contrarian opportunities in these heavily bet games. So I'm excited for today's board. So let's dive in. College hoops. Um, and again, we don't have any huge matchups. But I think there's good value. It's a smaller slate. It's not like yesterday with like 75 games. There's only 20 here. Uh, so a lot of these games, when I see kind of a low bet board uh, or kind of a, a low uh, low card here or smaller card, I almost like that better because these smaller matchups, the public's going to want to bet on just because they don't have anywhere else to go. And they're going to bet games that they don't really know a lot about. Uh, so that could create some opportunity as well. So first one on the board for me, guys. Going Richmond. Richmond on the money line. Richmond is at home against the St. Bonnies. Uh, Richmond open as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Kind of a split ticket count, slightly Richmond, but we've seen this kind of good movement toward Richmond. Richmond, again, opening three-and-a-half. Now they're up to minus four, so you have line movement in their favor. Uh, I got down on Richmond on the money line. Uh, just win the damn game. I got them at minus 175. Uh, what do I like about this one? Ken Palm's got them by four, so you're kind of right on that number. Got them ranked higher, 86 versus 96. Our buddy Greg Hoops has him favored by five and a half. So uh, Greg's a little more bullish here. This is another home road split. The Bonnies two and two on the road, nothing crazy. But Richmond, seven and three at home. Uh, I'm going to back Richmond in this one, guys. A little bit of line movement, small Ken Palm edge, good home team. Uh, give me Richmond on the money line, minus 175. This next one here, uh, I was waiting for the number, and we just got it. So guess what? Maureen Chase. If you're still listening, hopefully uh, you're, you're safe out there uh, with all the uh, the rain and sleet and snow in Boston. But Maureen, how about you sound that alarm? <laughs> Princeton, Cornell, we have a Ken Palm sound the alarm, and we have an inflated edge here uh, on Cornell. Give me Cornell plus three, baby. Kind of worries me a little bit. You know, Princeton is taking in a lot of action, but this game opened um, actually Cornell at home, like a pick them or favored by one. The sign is all the way flipped to Princeton minus three. So again, money's coming in Princeton, but in this game, you know, if you're laying three with Princeton right now, you're getting the worst of it. Yeah. You could money line them, you know, kind of dog to favorite minus minus one fifty-five. But we have a good Ken Palm edge here. Ken Palm has Princeton, uh, losing this game. So Ken Palm has Cornell winning by one, uh, and Greg hoops has Cornell winning by three. So two of our favorite guys, data analytics have Cornell winning the game. And now we're getting a plus three. We're taking advantage of a buy low inflated line. Uh, I'm going to go Cornell plus three here, guys. Uh, the big advantage to me is the rebounding margin. Cornell averages 40, uh, 40 rebounds a game, only 35 for Princeton. Another home road split. Uh, Cornell 7-0 at home. Good home cooking here. Princeton's 3-2 on the road. Uh, but I like Cornell in a buy low kind of really contrarian Public doesn't really typically bet, you know, Cornell Princeton on a big slate, but they're betting it tonight and they're all over Princeton. So that's provided us a good buy low opportunity to grab the plus three here. And I think, you know, with the public, they just see Princeton 15 and four, you know, Cornell 11 and six. You might as well back uh, the better team here with a better record. But that public bias in kind of a heavily bet game, believe it or not, uh, again, because there's fewer games to choose from. But plus three, that, that looks like not a sharp play on Cornell, but a value play. So sound that alarm. Let's go Cornell. Plus three, baby. Next play for me. I'm on a dog here. Give me Creighton plus the points. Creighton is on the road at Seton Hall. Uh, I wrote about this one in the newsletter. But what I like about this one uh, is kind of a good line move that is kind of jiving with uh, a Ken Palm edge. So Seton Hall actually opened as a seven-point favorite at home. The line is down to six. So we've seen some money come in on this Creighton dog here. Uh, Ken Palm has Creighton losing by four. 
So if we're getting a six here, that's pretty good value. I actually see some shops that are juiced up a little toward Creighton like this may get down to five and a half. So again, try to grab the six. If you read the newsletter I wrote uh, for this morning, you may have gotten a six and a half here. I jumped on the six and a half earlier. Uh, but anyway, Creighton, better shooting team, 46% from the field, 42% for Seton Hall. Uh, you look at kind of the last 10, Creighton's trending in a better direction. Creighton is six and four their last 10, only giving up 65 a game. Seton Hall is four and six their last 10. They're giving up 74 a game. So kind of recent uh, trends here, uh, kind of leaning toward Creighton. Uh, I'm a little worried because they just had a big upset win over UConn. They won by four, 59-55 as a 10.5-point dog. Um, but kind of a team playing well with a line move in their favor. I'm going to go Creighton here, guys. Uh, and again, banking on their better field goal shooting, 46% to 42%. So give me Creighton plus six, baby. Uh, next play, Siena. Let's go Siena. A uh, little line dip here to Ryder. Uh, at least at some shops, I saw a couple like minus five openers that are down to four and a half. Uh, I see one buck actually at four. Um, but I think this provides a good opportunity to buy low on Sienna. I'm on Sienna money line guys. I got a minus 190 here. So again, a little high, uh, but at least they're uh, below our threshold of, of not going 200 or more. Uh, it's only in hockey we do that. But uh, I like Sienna at home here, guys. Uh, Ken Palm's got him winning by five. Greg Hoops has him favored by five and a half. Uh, Ken Palm has them ranked 269 versus 299 for Ryder. And a lot of advantages here for Siena. Uh, Siena field goal shooting, 43% versus 39% for Ryder. Uh, Siena, 6-3 in conference. Ryder, 3-7 in conference. Ryder, only 2-8 on the road. Siena, 5-3 at home. And recent performance, Siena, 7-3 their last 10. Ryder, 4-6 their last 10. So give me Siena on the money line, minus 190. Uh, a few more here, guys. We had eight overall, so we got four left. Uh, Brown and Harvard. Uh, I'm going to buy low on Brown here, guys. I think there was some money that came in on Harvard. A lot of these books open Brown laying four. The line is now down to three, but that kind of just provides us a better number to buy low on Brown. I like this Brown spot. Uh, so I got down on Brown, kind of a buy low money line minus 150. What I like about this one is it's kind of fishy. Uh, why is Brown, who's 10 and seven, uh, who is only 10 and 12, sorry, favored over Harvard, who's 10 and seven? So public is just saying, hey, give me Harvard here. They have a better record. They're getting points. Again, wrong team favored sort of thing. But this is a good Ken Palm edge. Ken Palm's got him by six. And Greg Hoops has him by four and a half. So if we're money lining a bottom low watermark number three or minus three right now, to me, that's pretty good value. Uh, Ken Palm's got him 178 in the country versus 220 for Harvard. So give me Brown on the money line. Uh, low watermark this, um, uh, this minus three. Uh, that is my play for this game. Give me Brown on the money line, minus 150. Uh, three more, guys. Right State. Give me Right State. A little high uh, as a money line play, but I wanted to kind of pad myself here a little bit. I like this movement toward Right State. Right State open minus four at home, uh, or even some shops minus three and a half. This line is now up to uh, four and a half. So big steam move here on Right State. Uh, I money line them minus 185. Greg Coops has them by two. Ken Palm has them by two. That's why I, I don't feel that comfortable laying the four and a half, but I want to be with kind of that big steam move. Uh, banking on Wright State's offense, 75 a game versus only 70 uh, for Detroit. Field goal shooting, 47% for Wright State, only 43 for Detroit. And then another big home road split. Wright State, 7-2 and two at home. Detroit, Mercy, only 3-10 and 10 on the road. So we got movement toward Wright State. We don't have a Ken Palm edge. Again, Ken Palm has them by two. If you're laying four and a half, you're not really in a Ken Palm sweet spot. But I want to be with this smart money. I want to be with this home versus road edge. Uh, give me right state here at minus 185 on the money line. Next up, looking at Oakland, guys. I actually sweat in Oakland last night. There was uh, the big storm 
pretty much going through the entire country. Hope you guys uh, are safe wherever you are. Uh, you know, it looks like pretty much the the left top, the bottom left to top right of America is getting pounded here. So we're, we're feeling it in Boston as well. But stay safe, everybody. This game was postponed last night. That They're playing it tonight at 7 o'clock. I'm going to stick with my original bet. I'm going Oakland here, guys. Some good line movement toward Oakland. They open as a three-point favorite on the road at Northern Kentucky. They've been bet up to minus 3.5. So movement in their favor. Uh, Ken Palm's got them winning by 5. He's got them ranked 112 versus 247 for Northern Kentucky. That's a pretty big discrepancy here. Our buddy Greg Hoops has Oakland favored by 6. And really banking on this offensive output by Oakland. Uh, hopefully they stay hot here. But averaging almost 80 points a game, only 69 points a game for Northern Kentucky. Far better field goal shooting team as well. 44% from the field versus 40%. And Oakland, 9-1 in conference, 6-4 on the road. We got a line move. We got a Ken Palm edge to pat ourselves and protect ourselves a little bit. I went money line with Oakland, minus 160 on the money line. Uh, now the big one, the big boy tonight. San Diego State and Colorado State. Guys, public is split down the middle. They don't know what to do here. But we're seeing a sharp move toward Colorado State. I'm on Colorado State tonight on the money line, minus 165. Again, split ticket count down the middle. Theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all. But we know that not all tickets are created equal. You have $5 average Joe tickets. You have dimes. You know, you have big money from Billy Walters and respected betters. So even though the tickets are split down the middle, all money seems to be flowing toward Colorado State. They open lane two and a half. Now they're up to three and a half. I even see them juiced up like they may go to four. Now this isn't a Ken Palm edge. He's got them winning by two. Greg Hoops has them favored by four. This is kind of a buy low play on Colorado State. Not only do you have that um, kind of sharp move despite an even ticket count, but I like buying low on Colorado State in a desperation spot. They're a really good team. They're 16 and three, but they've lost two straight. You lose to UNLV. You lose to Wyoming. We're, I'm happy about that Wyoming loss because we were on Wyoming there. But anyway, guys, you're back home. I think you're in a desperation spot. Uh, you look at um, uh, this play here, especially on home teams. We've seen, again, you know, home field advantage is really overvalued in general. But I think in, in college hoops, especially with these uh, crowds coming back after a year off with COVID and no crowds, we see how what a big difference they can make. Again, just think about Illinois and Arizona uh, last couple nights. So you're going to get that boost from your home crowd, uh, desperation spot, but also a big advantage offensively. Colorado State is averaging 78 points a game. Only 64 for San Diego State. Uh, field goal shooting, 50% from the field, uh, Colorado State. Only 43% for San Diego State. Then also San Diego State, 1-3 on the road. Colorado State, 10-1 at home. So give me the money line here. Let's go Colorado State, minus 165 on the money line. So an eight-pack in college hoops tonight. I got Richmond, minus 175 money line. I got Cornell, plus three inflated line. Woo-woo! Creighton, plus six. Siena, minus 190 money line. Brown, minus 150 money line. Wright State, minus 185 money line. Oakland, minus 160 money line. And Colorado State, minus 165 on the money line. Now let's transition over to a little bit of uh, NBA here, guys. So first play on the board for me and the NBA. This is going to be a information-based line move injury bet. I'm going to go Chicago Bulls on the money line, guys. The Bulls are on the road at the Pacers. Bulls opened as a kind of a short uh, one-and-a-half point favorite. We've seen them get up, get bet up to two. And juice-wise, looks like it may be trending to two-and-a-half. So line is going toward Chicago. Uh, number one with Chicago, all three road refs. I like this. Uh, Tyler Ford, I'm going to butcher this. Jadimiania, Jadim, Jesus, Jadim, Jadimi, oh, my God, Jadiminus, Jadiminius, Patriotus. Man, I didn't, that's a tough one there. And John Goble, there's an easy one. Uh, but they're all between 52 and 54% uh, to the road team, so I would match with Chicago. Uh, you look at kind of just offensive-defensive numbers, Chicago is fourth offensively. Indiana is 20th. 
Chicago is defensively 19th, not great, but Indiana is even worse, 26th. And again, this is an information-based injury bet. You have a lot of guys out for the Pacers. Sabonis is out. Brogdon is out. Miles Turner is out. Uh, even some supplementary guys still missing TJ Warren and uh, TJ McConnell and Isaiah Jackson, all these guys out. Uh, now you're still missing Lonzo Ball, Derek Jones, Caruso there for the Bulls. Uh, you do have Kobe White and Zach Levine questionable. I think this line move is telling me that probably they're going to play in this one. Uh, so you still have DeRozan. Uh, and again, I, I take the Bulls a better uh, coach team, better overall team against the Pacers who have everybody out. Also, uh, one of the systems that we've leaned on over the years is uh, back-to-back with a line move. So, you know, back in the day we were programmed, especially when I first started betting sports seriously, to just fade teams on a back-to-back. You know, Bulls are on a back-to-back. Uh, you look at the Pacers last played the second, so Pacers have a one-day rest advantage. But here's the thing. It used to be you would fade always just that team on a back-to-back. But actually, if you look at teams on a back-to-back in which the line goes in their favor, which you are getting here, Bulls minus one after minus two, those teams are about 58% against the spread last couple years. So uh, to give myself some wiggle room here, I just went Chicago money line uh, minus 130. But again, road refs, line move, Indy's got a bunch of guys out, back-to-back with a move. Give me the Bulls on the money line minus 130. And then the next play for me, guys, I'm going to walk a tightrope here. I might gouge my eyes out because these teams are really slow-paced, but I'm going to buy low and take the over in the Mavericks game. Uh, Mavericks and the 76ers. Mavericks are at home. The total open at 212.5. It's been bet down to 210.5, so there's definitely some under money that came in, but now that it's down to 210.5, again, you're betting the under, you're getting the worst of it. Maybe it sails under. I hope not because I'm going to buy low and take the over, but I think there's value to grab the over. What really jumped out to me, guys, is if you look at what the Mavericks have been doing recently, they're 5-0 and to the over their last five. And a lot of these games are very similar where early money hits the under and you can buy low and take the over. So that's kind of a, a buy low spot, uh, especially with uh, a total that, that's fallen a bit here. We also have some over refs in this game, which I like seeing. Uh, so our over refs are, in particular, Ben Taylor, uh, about 55% to the over. So you like seeing that. So again, you look at the Mavericks' uh, last five box scores. 120 to 114, 108, 110, 132, 105, 132, 112, 130 to 92. We've been going over here. Now we're going to buy low on a, a, a low number. Also, um, it's kind of a short spread. Looks like maybe a little lean toward the Mavericks. They open one and a half. Some books are going up to two. But this isn't like our big spread high total under, like a Gonzaga under. You know, hey, you bet the under, get up big, big spread, take your foot off the gas. This could be back and forth. Maybe we get overtime. Who knows? But a short spread. Uh, and buying low on a dip, I'm on the Mavs over 210.5. And, and my other play there would be Chicago on the money line, minus 130. Now we get into a little bit of biting in the arena. I got four bets in the UFC, guys, so a couple that caught my eye. Uh, number one, I'm going to butcher these names as well. But uh, Marc-Andre Barriot, Bar- Bar- Barriot against Chidi and Joe Kuanu. Uh, Mark Andre Barial against Chidi and Joke Uwanu. Uh, I like the um, the over in this one, guys. So one thing I've noticed, and I kind of want to lean on a little bit more, uh, is looking at juice prices with totals. Uh, so again, the total in this one is two and a half. So what that means is two and a half rounds. Does it go over or under two and a half rounds? You got to get through the first two, and then you got got to get to the uh, the two fifty mark of the third round here and go over. But I'm going to go over in this one, guys. I noticed a ton of juice movement to the over. This total opened two and a half rounds at minus 160 uh, juice here. And now it's two and a half rounds at minus 190 juice. So a lot of juice here, kind of an underground or kind of a uh, under the radar type juice movement to the over. 
Uh, I looked at the average fight times. You can go to just UFC.com, but uh, the average fight times here, 13 minutes and 18 seconds uh, for Barrialt and for Njoku, 14 minutes and eight seconds. So that would cash, um, you know, the over here. So I like that juice over. Uh, you also look at when I'm betting a total, uh, you'll have this on UFC.com as well, but they'll show you how often the fights go to a, uh, a knockout or a decision or a submission. Both these guys are kind of decision type guys. That means you're going to go five rounds, leave it to the judges. So 35% of Barry Alt's fights go to decision. 31% of Njoku Anu's fights go to uh, the judges here. So we got juice movement over. We got average fight over. We also have, um, again, submission, uh, TKO, not a ton. Lean more decision. So I'm on the Njoku Anu Barry Alt over two and a half rounds at minus 190 odds. Uh, next play for me, Marquez and... Excuse me. Actually, what do I have here? Yada, yada, yada. Da, da, da. Okay, yeah. Danilo Marquez against Jialton Almeida. Uh, I'm going the over one and a half rounds in this one, guys. This is also a big uh, juice movement type play. This is only one and a half rounds. Um, it's actually a big favorite toward Alameda. He's like minus 440. I ain't laying that one. But um, Almeida and Marquez, the total one and a half rounds. It opened at minus 160 to the under. And now it's over minus 115 that is a big big change there that is a big difference uh, again really open up juice to the under now it's juice over that would kind of be a reverse line move uh to the over there uh and again you look at um the average fight time for marquez uh 11 uh, minutes and 44 seconds i think we get over one and a half rounds let's get through the first one let's get at least halfway through the second one that is a big juice move there to the over again Marquez Alameda I went it opened one and a half rounds under minus 160 now it's over one and a half at minus 115 give me the over that'd be nice to the minus 115 uh and then two more guys what else do I got for you Harris uh Carlston Harris and Shavkat Rachmanov uh I am on the over in this one as well the total opened at one and a half rounds uh it opened at one and a half rounds at pretty much even juice uh over one and a half rounds at uh pretty much a like a minus 115 now we are over one and a half rounds at minus 130 or minus 140. So this movement is really going toward the over. Uh, and then also you look at Harris. He goes to the decision 41% of the time. So he's a guy who, you know, strings this along a little bit. And he is the dog here. Uh, it's actually line movement toward him. It opened Rachmanov like minus 300. Now it's down to minus 235. I didn't bet the dog there. But um, I like Harris to kind of, uh, you know, hopefully stay in the fight here long enough to go over one and a half rounds. Again, juice movement, Harris, Rachmanov over one and a half rounds around minus 115. Now to like minus 130, minus 140. And then last play, uh, I am going to go favorite here. I'm going to go Sean Strickland. Uh, we had Gamble and Lou on betting across America yesterday uh, who were, were both happy with Arizona last night, but uh, he was leaning Strickland here. Uh, it's not a big juice move. Uh, it opened like a minus 200 favorite Strickland. He's up to like 220 at some shops, so a little bit of movement in his favor. Uh, but he's younger, 30 years old versus 33 uh, for Hermanson. And also look at recent uh, recent performance here. Strickland, 5-0 and his last five fights. Hermanson, 2-2. Two and two. So you got one guy who's kind of a favorite, becoming more of a favorite, who's 5-0 and his last five against a guy who's 2-2 two and two, uh, and really hasn't had any movement in his favor. So I'm going to go Strickland. Shop around, minus 210, something like that. Uh, and I did have a, a lean there from Gamble and Lou. So for those playing at home, Strickland on the money line, main event, let's go. Around minus 210, 220. Uh, Marquez over one and a half rounds at minus 115. Harris over one and a half rounds at minus 135. 
and Barry Alt and then Joe Kuanu over two and a half rounds at around minus 190. Uh, lastly, guys, I wanted to fit this in. I didn't mention this um, early on, but I just did Lombardi line. Uh, and yeah, sometimes I do pause the pod to do my Lombardi line hit. But I was talking about the Jamar Chase uh, prop here. And I got kind of some good information, kind of what I wanted to hear from Michael Lombardi. But the Jamar Chase uh, receiving yards prop, it opened at 81.5. It's down to 79.5 yards. So this is a big public over. 76% of bets are on the over at BetMGM, yet the total fell. So kind of classic reverse line move to the under. And guys, when we get to the Super Bowl, these big popular players almost always get over money. Like you're going to want to hit if you're a recreational better and it's, you know, let's have some fun in the Super Bowl. Okay, what do you want to do? Give me Burrow over passing yards. Give me Stafford over passing yards. Give me, well, who's the star receiver? Cooper Cup over. Give, who's the star receiver? Chase. Give me the chase over. You get this such public bias toward these big name players going over, and yet this thing is falling. So I did some research here. You look at Jamar Chase, even though he had a ridiculously good year, he only went over 79.5 receiving yards in eight of 20 games this year, 40%. Now, the games he went over, he had like, you know, 200 receiving yards. That's why it's such a good year. But only had six for 54 against Kansas City. And here's the thing. This is why I like this under Jamar Chase 79.5 and why Michael Lombardi gave me some info that I wanted to hear. Why do you think Jamar Chase's under is getting hit? Maybe they just like the matchup. But here's the thing. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is most likely going to blanket and go one-on-one with Jamar Chase. So if Ramsey is going to blanket Chase... Maybe that's the reason why respected money is hitting this under despite the public hammering the over. So I think that's the matchup. I think if you're betting chase under 79 and a half, which wise guys are again, 76% bets over yet. The total fell. Uh, then it, I think it's because Ramsey's going to blanket him and maybe take him out a little bit. Uh, at which case, if you're, you know, ascribe to describing to that theory, then maybe targeting Boyd 40 and a half receiving yards, uh, Higgins, Michael Lombardi, liked the Higgins over 69 and a half. Again, if Ramsey's going to be locking down on Chase, then that's why it makes sense Chase's numbers going down 81.5 to 79.5. And kind of game theory-wise, maybe why maybe we look toward Boyd or really toward Higgins, who Michael Lombardi liked over 69.5. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Reminder, if you like the pod, you enjoy the pod. If you never in a million years would have laid the points with Illinois Wednesday night or laid the points with Stanford last night, but because of the Market Insights pod, you're starting to read line movement, cover up the names of the teams, bet based on data and analytics, take your bias out of it, uh, and you're cashing some bets here. Uh, And maybe you just like the pod. You want to make my day. You want to make me happy. There's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. Uh, sweat and grinding every single day for over a decade now at this point. How lines are set, why they move, and how they move. How to read line movement. How to go contrarian. How to locate sharp action. How to locate reverse line moves. Fade trendy dogs. Contrarian favorites. Uh, steam moves. Line freezes. How to place a bet in person or online. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So, again, if you want to pick up a copy or you've cashed a few bets or you enjoy the pod, you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in every day, uh, buy my book, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean a lot to me. And if you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, in the virtual matrix in uh, in New York, which, uh, again, breaking records left and right, uh, hitting up over a billion dollars in only 23 days. Uh, or, of course, uh, out in the desert where they have much better weather than we have in uh, in Boston right now. It's, it's raining and snowing and sleeting and disgusting. Uh, so I wish I was at Stadium Swim. But maybe you're at uh, Stadium Swim. 
Sudden Sharp Contrarian plays with the crew at Circa or indoors getting a victory burger in front of the big screen or, of course, at the South Point where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me, guys. You're going to show me some decent tickets from last night. How about the Lakers over? If we uh, rub uh, elbows with Reggie Jackson at the bar, we're buying him a drink. Thank you, Reggie Jackson, for cashing that over. Arizona, sharp as a tack, along with Illinois the night before. Riverside, Pacific. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Wyoming, getting it done. Love seeing that one. Denver in overtime. Old Dominion. Uh, Stone Cold, Stephen F. Austin. Central Michigan. Western Kentucky. Going to keep on grinding, guys. Flash me one of those. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So at Sharp Contrarian plays all night. Uh, remember, uh, I am off tomorrow. Um, we're actually, uh, me and the fiance going to look at a yellow lab. I might be getting our first dog ever together. Uh, so, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I will be back on Lombardi line on Sunday. Hope to see you then. Uh, and of course, guys, my parting words, as always stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time. Nope, but it's going to win a majority of the time, like on Illinois, like on Arizona. So continue to grind guys. Uh, we'll see if by Monday that four and a half is down to four, uh, which would be a good sign here. Again, if you want to get the Bengals like me, uh, you probably want the four and a half sooner rather than later. Uh, but I wish you the best of luck. Have a great weekend, everyone. If you're around uh, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today, me and my guy Mike Pritch uh, will be covering everything across the market. Uh, and I'm looking forward to a big, big weekend, guys. So good luck. My parting words, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Uh, again, continue to grind. Continue to stick with it, guys. Have a great day, a great weekend. Stay happy, stay healthy, cash your bets, and don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll see you back on Monday. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.